Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. What is good, everybody? I am Rob Stats Guerrera, and welcome to SB Nation Sunday Late Night Wrap-Up, brought to you by DraftKings. This is the show where you will find out exactly what happened in every game that was played on Sunday. But before we do, we want to remind you, DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That is code SBNNFL only at DraftKings Sportsbook. It is called Wild Card Weekend for a reason, and Sunday did not disappoint, at least in one game. The 49ers came into Dallas and dominated the Cowboys early on. The first drive of the game for San Francisco, 75 yards in seven plays and ended with an Elijah Mitchell four-yard touchdown run. The Niners would go on to score points on every meaningful possession in the first half and headed to the locker room with a 16-7 lead although they also lost Nick Bosa, who suffered a concussion with just under two minutes left in the second quarter and did not return. In the third quarter, the 49ers got the ball in great field position after a Dak Prescott interception. Debo Samuel did the rest. From the gun, they hand off to Samuel, running right, cuts back, inside the 10 to the 5, Samuel's going to score! Touchdown! A 26-yard catch and run from the feed of Debo Samuel. And just like that, San Francisco with a 22-7 lead with under six left in the third quarter. Spiro Didis and Tony Baselli on the call for Westwood One. Here was Debo Samuel on that play after the game. When K1 got the interception, I looked at Kyle. I was like, hey, let's, let's give me the ball. Um, I got you. And so I just went out there, and the next play I scored. That score gave the 49ers a 23-7 lead, which they took into the fourth quarter. And that's when things got interesting. After the Cowboys kicked a field goal that made it 23-10, Jimmy G did what Jimmy G does and threw a terrible interception near midfield. The Cowboys said thank you very much, went 28 yards in five plays, and made a game out of it. Dak from the gun, drops back, flushed out. He's going to run left, and Dak Prescott waltzes in for the Cowboys' touchdown. The Dallas Cowboys picking themselves up off the mat Cut it to seven with 8.02 left in regulation. Westwood won again on the call. The teams would trade possessions after that with neither team scoring any points. Eventually, the Cowboys used all their timeouts and got the ball back with 32 seconds left after the 49ers botched a quarterback sneak on fourth down that would have won them the game. So, Dak moves the Cowboys 39 yards in four plays, getting out of bounds on almost all of them, and he had the Cowboys at the 49ers' 41-yard line with 14 seconds left in the game. And then this happened, and remember, the Cowboys had no timeouts. Prescott takes the shotgun snap. He's going to run around left guard. Prescott slides inside the 25, but there's eight seconds left in counting. 
They scurry up to the line of scrimmage, down to two, down to one, it's down to zeros. What will they say here? San Francisco onto the field with the coaching staff and the sideline players. They think it's over. And everyone looking in the direction of referee Alex Kemp. Well, the umpire had a hard time getting that spotted because there's bodies going everywhere and he got knocked around a little bit. That's the end of the game. And that's why they couldn't get the, they could not get the snap off because they struggled to get it set because bodies are everywhere. And I don't like that play because you take off running. The reality is, you know what? They, they just let them run because it's you don't have enough time to get everyone lined up. The San Francisco 49ers have punched their ticket to the divisional round of the NFC playoffs. I mean, you never got a chance at the end zone because they decided to run the quarterback draw. Westwood won once again. The quarterback draw ended the game and the Cowboys' season. They fall 23-17 to to the 49ers. Now, if you're wondering, the reason the Cowboys couldn't get the snap off is because the official has to spot the ball after every play. Dak didn't give the ball to the official. He gave it to his center. So by the time the official ran up and touched the ball, the Cowboys did not have a chance to get a play off after that. They just flat out ran out of time. Now, after the game, as you can imagine, that call was discussed. Here's Dak. That's something that we've practiced over and over again. Uh, Obviously, as I ran, um, went down, I think their their guy actually did a great job of of jumping on me. Kind of late, I guess you say there, but that's that's what they're taught, right? Laying on me, I think that may have cost us an extra two seconds or so, but... Once I got up, as I said, um, as I'm getting behind Tyler to, to, to clock the ball, I saw four seconds, and then as I got hit, um, as I said, I, reached, I tried to gather myself back and still thought I had time to get it down and didn't go that way. Were you shooting for a certain yard marker? Did you rush for too many yards that you have stopped sooner? Or do you even think about that? I mean, in hindsight, yeah, I can say I should have, I could have went down sooner if I'd have known all of that was going to play out that way. But um, I also think if I don't get hit from behind, it's a it's a clean, and we're, we're, we're clocking the ball with it with – at minimum a second, if not more, if not two or three uh, on the clock. And, yeah, I mean, if we're, if we're looking at it now, I could say, yeah, I could have went down five yards earlier. But um, thought I'd got us in position and thought I had time left to, to clock the ball, as I said, and something that we've practiced over and over and was going to be able to get into um, a last-play scenario. They may practice it all the time, but they sure didn't execute it in that spot. Apparently the call was made by Kellen Moore and okayed by Mike McCarthy. They're going to be talking about that one for a long, long time in Dallas. McCarthy actually said that he was told by the officials that they were going to put more time on the clock. Obviously, that did not happen. Let's hear one more from Dak Prescott. This could get him in some hot water. So as the Cowboys and the referees were leaving the field, the fans started throwing garbage from the stands. Here's what Dak said about that after the game. To know everything that we put into this day in and day out, try our hardest. Um, nobody comes in in the game wanting or expecting expecting to lose. And um, for, for people to react that way when you're supposed to be a supporter um, and, and be with us through thick and thin, uh, th- that's tough. I think they were aiming at the referees. Yeah. Yeah, they were at the referees. Credit to them then. Oh, credit. Credit to them. Now, in case you couldn't hear that, Dak criticized the fans for throwing stuff at the players. But then when he was told the fans were throwing stuff at the referees, he actually applauded them. 
There was a lot of belly aching about the officials after this one. The Cowboys committed a franchise record 14 penalties in the game, but they also led the league in penalties this year, so it's hard to blame just this specific officiating crew. For the 49ers, they didn't offer any health updates on Fred Warner, who got hurt in this one as well, or Nick Bosa. But regardless, whether those two guys are there or not, the Niners now head to Lambeau Field to take on the Packers Saturday at 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time. The reason the 49ers are going to Lambeau is because the champs absolutely dominated the Philadelphia Eagles earlier on Sunday. They were already up 24-0 in the third quarter, and Tom Brady went for the dagger. Tom Brady goes back to work. He'll throw on first down, sets up in the pocket, zips it to his left. Mike Evans has got it, breaks one tackle along the sidelines, and then he flips it to the end zone. Touchdown, Tampa. On top, 30 to nothing with 5.18 to play here in the third quarter. How about that for an exclamation point? Tom, just before we came out of the break, what did I say to you? Tom will go for the jugular here. I've seen enough of Tom Brady over 20 years. I, I know what his thinking is, what Bruce Arians' is thinking is, and what Byron Leftwich thinks. They wanted to put this one away. I believe they just did. Tom McCarthy and Ron Jaworski on Westwood one on the call. That score gave the Bucks a 31 to zip lead, and they'd go on to win this game 31 to 15. Tom Brady, ho hum, 271 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Bucks head coach Bruce Arians summed it up nicely after the game. Once Tom figures you out, man, you're in trouble. And uh, the wind didn't even affect him at all. And uh, he was extremely accurate on the right guys. I mean, that that was a dime he threw to Mike for that long touchdown and. Uh, yeah, he's a surgeon, man. I mean, once he figures you out and, and we can put him in a position and protect him, um, he's going to eat you up. This win was Brady's fifth straight postseason win since joining the Buccaneers last year, something that was not lost on teammate Mike Evans. I don't ever take it for granted. I don't. When he, when he came to this team, I knew it was going to be – he was going to change the franchise. And, uh, you know, he's done that and then some. Um, he makes sure we're, we're all ready to play. He makes sure we know what we're doing. Uh, and he makes sure that we're giving it our all. That's all you can ask from a leader. By the way, Evan sure did his part to make sure Tom Brady looked good. Nine catches for 117 yards and that touchdown. Tampa is going to play the winner of Monday's game between the Rams and the Cardinals. For the Eagles, look, it was just a struggle right from the start. The Bucks ran 25 plays to Philadelphia's eight in the first quarter and outgained them 137 yards to 17. That said, afterwards, Jalen Hurts did try and stay positive. This game does not define us, and we know all the different things that we've overcome. We know the environment that we built um, as a football team and the organization. Um, I, mean, I, I know as a football team, we'll be back, and, and, and this is a feeling that um, will kind of simmer, simmer in our hearts, simmer uh, for us all. And uh, with the youth on this football team, Definitely coming back hungry. We have no idea whether Hertz is going to be back for the Eagles next year, but this is going to be remembered. Here's how Philly's possessions went in the first half. Punt, 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 turnover on downs, interception. That is uh, not ideal. Finally, we head to Kansas City, where things actually started great for the Steelers when they got a scoop and score touchdown in the second quarter, but... Pretty sure that just woke Patrick Mahomes up. Shotgun snap, drifting back five, good time in the pocket. Now he rolls, he cocks his arm, throws downfield. It's caught at the 20 by Kelsey down the near sideline. 15, 10, 5, touchdown! 
Kelsey down the near sideline, got the ball, and a 48-yard touchdown pass, the third of the first half for Patrick Mahomes. Kevin Harlan and Trent Green on Westwood One. In the span of less than six minutes, Mahomes and the Chiefs scored 21 unanswered points and turned a seven-point deficit into a 21-7 lead. It was all part of six straight touchdown drives by Kansas City. They blew out the Steelers, 42-21. Patrick Mahomes, dominant, 30 of 39, 404 yards, five touchdown passes. He did have one interception, but who cares? 200 of those passing yards and three of those passing touchdowns came in the second quarter alone. It was a dominant performance by the Chiefs that I'm sure has the rest of the teams in the AFC shaking in their boots. Before we move on to the Steelers, I do have to shout out Travis Kelsey. He caught five passes for 108 yards and that touchdown on the day. And he also threw a touchdown pass to Byron Pringle. Kelsey is a beast in the playoffs. He now has seven games with at least 100 yards receiving. That is the second most in the history of football behind only Jerry Rice, who has eight. Everything went right for Kansas City. They now move on to face the Buffalo Bills next Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. How much fun is that going to be, considering what we saw from Josh Allen on Saturday? Now, on to the Steelers. Look, a lot of Hall of Fame quarterbacks have had bad final playoff games, and Let's just be honest, Ben Roethlisberger was no exception. He was terrible early on. He went 5 of 14 for 24 yards in the first half, and Pittsburgh had just 55 yards of total offense. After the game, Ben did acknowledge that he is going to retire, but was very thankful for his career. God has blessed me with an ability to throw football and has blessed me to play in the greatest um, city in Pittsburgh with the greatest fans and the greatest football team and players and it has just been truly a, a blessing and I'm so thankful to him for the, the opportunity that, that he's given me. It has been an incredible career for Ben Roethlisberger. Let me just put it in perspective for you. He walks away fifth in career passing yards, eighth in career passing touchdowns with three Super Bowl appearances and two Super Bowl championships. I'm pretty sure the Steelers would have taken that when they drafted him out of Miami of Ohio all those years ago. And that's going to do it for this edition of the Late Night Wrap-Up, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please, please, please follow the SB Nation NFL show. Leave us a five-star rating and a review as well. Enjoy your week, everybody. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk tomorrow.